listening to Vinyl Draft Radio, a Vinyl Draft media property. Get ready to be underwhelmed. This is the Adam Smasher Show, uncensored, with your host, five-time terminated employee, unemployment line regular, Taco Bell Kima Customer of the Month, June 2012, and the worst show intro writer you've ever heard. You didn't think I wrote this shit, did you? Adam Smasher. Yes. All right. Uh, hey, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, I am uh, I am Adam, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a Friday show. Um, I figured we just we just do this and 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 kind of get it out the way. Not get out the way because it's important to talk about. But sometimes serious things, which are necessary, people, it's necessary to talk about. But it's Friday. I don't want to bring everybody down. But what the hell? It's my job. I can do what I want. That's what they said. Hey, you can do what you want. I'm doing what I want. All right, so I, I invited some couple guys, couple cool dudes into the uh, studio. I want to apologize to uh, Tony, who I just like, hey, it's Ashcraft, right? <laughs> Ashcraft. <laughs> Tony Ashcraft, who is uh, uh, from our, uh, he has his very own show here uh, called Bullet Points. And um, your, uh, your business is? Black Rifle Company. Black Rifle Company. Um, because Tony is like, we got into a discussion yesterday, or was it the day before? Wednesday. And we were talking in the halls about, uh, you know, about, because you've been talking a lot on your show uh, about, you know, the talk about gun control. Everyone's talking about it. And uh, I also want to bring in Lou. Uh, Lou is, I originally brought in for uh, something else we'll do later. That'll be fun. But uh, Lou, um, you know, Lou and I both, you said, Look, man, I don't know anything about guns, but you know what? You're a parent, and and so am I, and so you know we kind of give that that perspective, and and Tony's a parent as well, um, but you know this whole thing has I figured it was like the elephant in the room, and I just kind of wanted to address it because uh, you know it's on top of everyone's mind, uh, but I don't know if, if if you heard, I wanted to play this uh, for you, Tony, and this is. Uh, the president, and I think this was a couple days ago, uh, he held a televised meeting about gun control with uh, members from both sides of uh, Congress. And uh, this story says he surprised gun rights act- uh, advocates with uh, some of his ideas. Uh, here's what the president uh, had to say. That no one's rights are trampled, but the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any, any weapons. In the position or of that might individual. take the firearms first and then go to court because that's another system because a lot of times by the time you go to court it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures uh, I like taking the guns early like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida he had a lot of firearms they saw everything to go to court would have taken a long time so you could do exactly what you're saying but take the guns first go through due process second does it make sense that I have to wait till I'm 21 to get a handgun, but can get this weapon at 18? I don't know. So I was just curious as to what you did in your bill. We, you don't we didn't. We didn't address it as president. Look, I think you know we, why? Because you're afraid of the NRA, right? <laughs> okay, Tony. Mm. Well, okay. Let me uh, l- let's talk about Donald for a second. What he said with uh, with the due process thing and going to get the guns. Now you got to remember, Donald Trump 
contrary to popular belief, is not a conservative. He's a populist. Absolutely. If, if you look back on his campaign, all of his campaign, the whole thing, he'd get people to chant, let's build a wall, lock her up, and referring to Hillary. You know, he gets people excited, and he kind of speaks to the lowest common denominator. And I don't mean that to disparage anyone, but he speaks in the simplest, broadest terms so that he can appeal to right. the most people. The most people. So, you know, this build a wall, I'll use that as an example before I talk about the Florida thing. You know, he's he's doing the Captain Obvious deal. He's like, okay, well, if you got people coming over the border, rather than make it all complicated and talk about, well, you know, if they're here for X amount of years and we're going to give them a path to citizenship and we're going to make them pay taxes and they're going to, you know, blah, 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 all this BS, he's just like, oh, you know what, we're going to build a wall. Then they're going to stop coming. And to a lot of people, they're like, well, hell yeah, why didn't we think of that? If your neighbor's dog is coming in your backyard, you're not going to go through all this complicated stuff. You're going to put up a fence. Right. Stops the dog from coming over. So sure. it's simple. So I think... In that vein of thought, this sort of populist, just literal, basic, basic, common sense kind of thing that he tries to do, I think in the context of what is Donald Trump, um, but he sort of jumped the gun. Because if you go and take someone's, if you commit, uh, convict someone of a crime before you give them a trial, you don't take their stuff and then due process. You necessarily eliminate due process when you take their stuff. Someone brought up that point, and uh, here's here's what I was thinking. And and this is the the tricky part about this whole thing. And look, I'm no expert on uh, on the law, on uh, gun control, on anything. I'm looking at this from just a regular guy uh, standpoint, and it's not this simple. I wish it were, but if you have a guy. And you do a background check. Look, this guy is acting kind of weird. Let's see what's going on. And he has made multiple threats with whatever. He has, you know, been to jail once and he has a restraining order against. Okay, why can't I just take away his guns? And then, you know what I mean? Like, right. I realize that's against the whole due process thing, but you give this guy due process and then he's going to go out and, and kill somebody. Right. Well, you know? you know, I think that, you know, Trump had all these people in his face. He had all these people, you know, barking in his ear, the media, all these groups protesting. I mean, just enormous amount of pressure for him to do something. Right. So he's sort of entertaining all these things just to throw something out there and sort of say, OK, well, I'm listening to you and and, and we're going to figure it out. But, you know, I want to say that in this guy's case, I don't think it would have worked. I think I don't think changing the, the lawful or the legal age to purchase a long gun from 18 to 21 is going to work because you know what if you're crazy when you're 18 and you hang around wait until you're 21 to buy a gun you're right. probably going to be crazier sure and even if they do take this cat's guns away so let's say that they did it trump's way they go down there and they say look man you're nuts you've been talking about shooting up a school something's wrong with you you're off your medication your mama didn't raise you right whatever we're going to take your guns and you're going to hang out here until you go to court don't you think that's going to piss that dude off if he doesn't go and, and do something locally, right. he's going to drive. You know, criminals have cars. He's going to drive down the road. If he's intent on harming somebody, intent on acting out, intent on doing something, no amount of legislation is going to stop him or anyone else from doing it. If it was just as simple as making a law to eliminate crazy, we'd be fine. Well, I think one of the problems I told you uh, Wednesday is that it's just as much a, a mental issue, uh, you know, a mental uh uh, you know, psychological issue than it is a, a gun a gun issue. Right. You know, I mean, I mean, and what do you do? What do you get, Lou? You've got two. You got two kids. Yeah, two. They're all how old? I have a four and a seven. Four and a seven year old. 
Do you look at these things and, like, as a dad, do you just? Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think? You what know, that, that, that's the crazy part because you expect. You know, when you put your kids on that school bus, that's a safe haven. The moment they get on that bus, they're out for the seven or eight hours or six hours a day that they're gone. You'd think that you can, as a parent, you can feel comfortable knowing they are safe until they are back in your hands. Right. Sure, if you go to the movies or to the mall or to the uh, any uh, mass event with a lot of people, you're taking that chance. I think we're all grown up now and, and really understand that this could happen anywhere at any time, and it's we're taking our own risk. Being in the schools, that sucks. With this particular dude that we're that we're that we're talking about, the feds, the government kind of let us down on this. People tipped off the feds. He, people knew about him. There was videos of this this cat shooting in his backyard, and nobody did anything. I'm sorry if my neighbor is shooting and they and they are in the backyard. Something's not right. Yeah. I mean, go to the right. shooting range, do it where you're supposed to be doing right. it at. Right. Um, it's just a tough thing. I mean, then you're talking about. I mean, my thing. It sucks, but I think schools probably should have metal detectors. It's gotten you know, to that point. You know, I said that, and uh, I said that to my wife's a, a teacher, and she's a teacher's fifth grade. And I said, one, you know, having an, an armed, uh, you know, officer. I, I don't look. I don't think you should arm teachers with guns. I don't because you never know what they're going to do in that situation. If they're really prepared to take someone's life, you just don't know. Right. Now, a but trained professional, they, they know what they're doing. They've probably done it before. Right. And I don't see any problem with that. And I, I brought up the metal detectors, too, because like, that's my first thought is in my head is, how are these kids getting this in the school? Well, and, and my wife, she immediately said, well, it's, you know, it's the funding, it's the money. Like, Do we put a price on, on our kids' safety? I will gladly let the government take out more of my taxes sure. if it guarantees everyone's kids exactly. be safe. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I'm not a selfish asshole, okay? I don't, you know, and there'll be people, or, you know, whatever. You should be willing to pay for yeah, that for the greater for good. Hey, I'll pay for it. I, I will. Mean, we'll absolutely. pay for that. You know, absolutely. Let me, let me say something about the metal detectors. The metal detectors, uh, that's one of those on the surface that sounds like a good idea, but if you're the bad guy, I mean, this kid didn't even go to this school. So the metal detectors are only going to stop whoever goes through the metal detectors. If you're the bad guy and you know that every school has a metal detector, you're intent on getting in there and shooting the place up. You're not walking through the metal detector. Right. You're going to go around it. You're going to go through a window. You're going to find but there should be some policy and procedure of, of lockdown hours where this is the only way in, the only way out. And people I mean, might have to go to school 10 or 15 minutes earlier to go through the detector. You know, I this is on bullet points uh, last week. I covered this thing. We had an organization out of Ohio called Faster Saves Lives. It's a charity organization. They've been around for five years. And they, uh, they tra they've trained over 1,100 schools. So their big deal is uh, is trauma care, gunshot wound care. Right. You know, if a kid falls off in a pool at a high school, they don't drag the kid out of the pool and flop him on the side of the pool and stand around and look at him and call 911 and wait for somebody to get there. You know, uh, you would assume that somebody's trained in CPR and they start acting on the child right away. These guys train all the teachers and give all the teachers a trauma wound care kit. It's a three-day training. So every teacher that goes has a trauma wound care kit in every classroom talking about, you know, uh, to, to do gunshot wounds. Right. So, you know, so everywhere there's a classroom, every 20 or 30 feet down the hallway, there's somebody that knows how to do wound care. Um, you got a school nurse in there, and but if more than one person gets shot at school, what are they doing? Um, there's actually a 911 call, um, and I forget the, the school it's out of, but it is... Uh, 
there's a six-year-old boy that got shot in the leg, and yeah. he bled out on the 911 call because nobody knew what to do. They're scrambling around. They're going nuts. If this kid could have been treated, he would have been saved. This company, uh, Faster Saves Lives, um, also does firearm training. They hold the teachers and faculty that are trained to a higher standard than the Ohio State Police Department. And even within that standard of 93%, the school district can say, hey, if you train our people, we want you to train our people at 100% proficiency. So it's, it's how to confront the attacker, how to get the kids to safety. So everybody in the school has a role. You're going to do trauma care. You don't want to carry a gun? Well, that's fine. Don't. We don't want you to if you don't feel safe with it. Then you're going to call 911. You're going to treat wounded kids. You're going to get these kids to concealment or to cover. And so you got you got everybody doing a role. You so know, as a group, as a plan, yeah. it's a much better deal. Because, yeah, you can't just say because a teacher has a CHL that that qualifies them because it doesn't. Because CHL out in the real world does not apply in school. This thing about retired police officers and retired military, are they capable than a school teacher that has no training more capable? Yes, they are. But have they been trained to confront an armed attacker inside a school with a bunch of children? No, they're not. Uh, I want to uh, come on uh, next, and uh, we're going we're gonna to continue this on the radio. If you're on Facebook Live, why don't you tune in and turn on Vinyl Draft Radio. Uh, go to VinylDraftRadio.com. You can just click the Listen Live button, or you can listen to us on the TuneIn Radio app, and we'll continue it on the radio. I want to talk about – I'm kind of mad uh, the more I, I hear about these uh, police officers who like stood outside and didn't do anything. That's, I mean, mm. I, I don't mean to knock a guy when he's down, but I mean, come on. Uh, hold on. Let's, uh, we'll get into it. Oh, there we go. Coming up uh, next. Uh, and uh, we got some fun stuff this afternoon, too, I promise. But uh, has to be dealt with, people. It's the uh, Adam Smasher Show on Vinyl Draft Radio. All right. Uh, normally, um, I, you know, I don't get really uh, political at all, and that's one of my, my things. But this, I think this is more than a, a political issue. And. Uh, I wanted to uh, in, uh, invite especially uh, uh, Tony, uh, Tony Ashcraft, who is uh, host of Bullet Points here on uh, Vinyl Draft Radio, also uh, owner of, the, uh, of his own business, the Black Rifle Company. Tony's, in, t- Tony's story is interesting because he, you, were, you got fired from a, like a software gig, and then you were like, I like guns, I'm just going to do that. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of how it happened. You know, <laughs> I bet your old boss was a little scared. Like, oh shit, he went yeah, like shit. How bad did a gun company? Yeah, how bad piss him off? Yeah, no. But here's and here's the thing about Tony, which which I really like, and I can I'm usually a pretty good judge of character. Right when I meet someone, um, I can tell, I can kind of get a vibe for them. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not always right. Someone can always surprise you, but uh, Tony is very uh, level headed. He's very uh, you know cool and calm when he talks, and and he is uh, a, a a responsible gun owner, which, you know, I grew up, I was telling Tony, I grew up in, in Louisiana, and my uh, my uncle, my step, uh, stepdad, my godfather, uh, who really did a, a more of a job of raising me than, uh, than my dad, uh, he's a, an outdoorsman, and he is a gun owner, and he has a safe full of guns, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, there's doing it the right way and being responsible, and he taught us kids how to shoot at a young age. We knew the, the importance of, of gun safety. We knew, look, this can kill someone. Um, and, and you know, you, you now you said something. You said something that was interesting uh, the other day, and uh, I'm interested to see what Lou would think about this, too. Um, when you were having a discussion about this with someone, how uh, they brought up the fact that you have uh, just open guns in your house, right? Uh, 
So and someone brought up to the, the the fact that oh what if what if someone's uh, kid goes over to your house like how do they know you know what I mean and right what did you it, tell me well and and I want to be clear I don't have a bunch of loaded weapons just, right, just laying around pers- exactly right. but there are there are guns that uh, you know I have a 13 year old daughter 14 year old daughter six year old son 13 year old daughter 14 year old daughter um, they're they're good with guns. They know how to shoot. They know how to handle guns. They know how to load, unload, clean. You know they they know because they've right. been around it and I've instilled it in them. Right. But um, I would not worry about another child coming over to the house. Not that I wouldn't take precautions. You know we're not going to leave everything laying out. But right. I, I don't I don't have it as a huge concern because my children, my family, my my family as a whole knows that guns are not toys. They're they're not something that you play with. They're not something that you handle. They're not something that you demonstrate to a friend on, on you know ever on any level. And at the same time, instilling those values in the kids, if they happen to go to someone else's house whose parents are not di- as vigilant, or maybe the parents are not gun, you know, a lot of times. I, and I think this is this is a big deal for me. This is a big deal for me. Parents that don't like guns or don't have guns in the house, they tend not to teach their children about gun safety, but you know, I bet you they talk to them about alcohol. I bet you they talk to them about drugs. I bet you they talk to them about sex. So why leave out guns? Because you're going to run across it sooner or later, and you you need to be educated. If that kid goes to another person's house and that that family is not as responsible, or an accident happened, that that's how all these things happen. You know, it's really funny. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, Lou, but I've never um, uh, thought about because my kids have gone over to other kids' yeah. house for even for sleepovers. I never even thought. So that, that thought never even crossed my mind. Are they gun owners? Do they are they is it responsible? Out? Sure. Is it out or, or whatever? Nothing like that. Uh, which really now, I mean, I guess you got to make yourself uh, think. And I, you know, one, I of course, like if our kids were friends, I would of course, you know, want to come over to your house and meet you and you whatever, you know, because I don't, I don't know you. But then after talking to you just uh, twice, I, I'm totally, you know, confident uh, about you know you've got things under control, uh, but. Kids are crazy, though. Like, yeah. I remember when I was little. I must have been, I don't know, six, eight years old, and my parents left, and my brother and I were just snooping around my parents' drawers, you know, because just that's, that's just, you know, they aren't here. Right. Let's go through here. And I remember seeing my first gun. Luckily, I was smart enough. I mean, I watched movies, and my, my parents didn't limit us on, on what we're watching, so we had HBO and Showtime. So I was kind of, you know, especially with an older brother. You know, I, I was doing things that other kids probably weren't seeing. But I, so I knew about guns, not yeah. because my parents told me, because we weren't big gun owners either. Right. But I remember seeing that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm, I'm, I mean, this is the wrong drawer. But to me, being though, know, I'll toot my horn a little bit. You know, I, I knew better. But there's other kids that have that interest. So like, I'm gonna pick this up, right? Right. And right. then you just pick it up wrong, pull the trigger. Do I mean an accident happens, right? Right. Um, it's a tough. It's a tough situation. I mean, my, my gun at my house is stored away. It's not easily accessible. You know, if there was somebody that's gonna come into my house, I better beat them to where my gun is at. Right. But you know, my kids don't know where it's at. My wife, who knows if she even knows where it's at, because we're just not gun people. We have it for protection if we need it, but. Right, and that's, and that's the tough balance. You know, you wanna keep a, a weapon in the house for protection, but you know, how do you balance accessibility with safety? So the only way I think that you reinforce that safety is to educate your kids continuously. Don't sit them down. The parents that sit their kids down one time and go, okay, guns yeah. are bad, all right? You got it? Don't touch yeah. it? All yeah. right, go get on Play, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. You right. know, that, that doesn't work. You have to continually demonstrate to them 
you know, the dangers of firearms, you have to point out incidences in the media. And some of those things are ugly. Some of those things are not pretty. But if you if you shield your child from the realities of what harm can come from a gun in the hands of an irresponsible adult, even if that that adult is law abiding. You see now, and we're talking. I mean, like, so this quick conversation we're having right now, when we're saying, you no, know, at my house I have a small little handgun. Yeah. Because the problem is ARs, bigger guns, you know, huge clips, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And kind of maybe go a little off topic, but but hear me out. A lot of people, you know, are blaming the president for not doing enough or doing this or doing that or, or whatever the case is. If he was to take away the guns. Any way you any way you look at it, let's say you you know it's illegal to have an AR, for example, the black market for the AR is going to go through the roof, and nobody wants to talk about that. No, that I, is a problem. Yeah, our I, amigos down south <laughs> are going to take care of that business really and, quick. And I'll right. tell you, just anecdotally, uh, I was looking for a, a handgun, a little bit hard to find for one of my customers. So customers, so I called one of my distributors, and they're a pretty good sized uh, distributor. So there's a uh, an AR-15, pretty popular. It's the Smith and Wesson Sport II, wholesale. It's under five hundred dollars, and it's a pretty popular gun. He told my my sales guy told me that since last Friday, now this was yesterday afternoon that I had the phone call. Since last Friday, they had sold six thousand of just that model, AR-15s as a whole, that were under the six hundred dollar wholesale mark, thirty eight thousand. This is Jeez. one. This is one distributor. Wow. So this whole deal with the gun thing, you start telling people, even hinting. That guns might be gone, or they might yeah, be restricted. You're putting them in people's hands. <laughs> you yeah, that that blows up the market. That blows up the market, and that just goes to show to show you that that law-abiding people out there, responsible gun owners, are the ones that get affected because they are the ones rushing out to buy weapons retail because they don't want to get trampled on. They don't want to get shit on. Right. You know, it doesn't affect the black market. The black market is what it is. It, it's yeah. not going to go up or down. Well, one thing that uh, one thing that that made me uh, extra just sick about this situation is when I heard about the uh, police officers who didn't go into the building uh, when the school at uh, Parkland uh, was uh, when they heard gunshots. And look, oh man, I just that obviously you can't and I, I don't want people to to brand like all uh, police officers and all law enforcement like that because this is the first time I've ever seen something like that I mean that's just you know they're trained to go in in situations like that and I would like to think and if I were in that situation I would also uh, just rush in to do what I could because when you, when I looked at when I look at it look I'm a 41 year old man okay I've lived a pretty good half a life all right I would rather uh, a kid get to grow up, uh, and if I have to sacrifice myself, I mean it's a kid. Like how that those guys, they're ruined. Their lives are ruined. The kids? No, the no, well, yeah, the, well, the, well, the, the, the families. The but I'm talking officers. about the police officers oh, who no. just sat there. And I mean, I can understand you being scared. I mean, hell, hell, you hear gunshots, yeah, but. Man, you're a police officer. That's what you signed up for. That is definitely what you signed up for. That's what you signed up for. Do they still have their for. jobs? No, they're gone. Uh, I think they. Yeah, I, well, I know the one guy. I, I don't remember the uh, the second guy, but I know the the first guy. Yeah, he was. You know, and that just brings shame to the whole. Like, that's a in, weak move, man. Yeah, that's a weak, terrible. weak, weak move. I mean, God, so I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't even know if there is a solution. To be honest with you, I really don't. Uh, you know, there's. You, you you can't, as they say in sports, you can't stop it. You can only hope to contain it. Because in a broader 
as a broader statement, you know, freedom is an ugly thing. Yeah. Freedom is an ugly thing. You give people an inch and some people will take a mile as it goes. So the majority of us walk the right path. We do the right thing. We follow the rules. We observe the law. Um, we help each other out when and where we can. But there are bad actors among us. And you can't you can't change those people. It doesn't matter how many laws you put forth. It's not as if if a guy wakes up, a criminal wakes up, gets up in the morning and says, you know what, I don't have any money. I think I'm going to rob a liquor store. Let me get out of Black Rifle Company and buy me a pistol. And he comes in there and I say, no, nah, you know what, dude, you can't pass a background check. Sorry, can't sell you the gun. He's not going home. He's going to go find Next. a pistol. Right, he's going right. to go. He's going to break into somebody's car. He's going to break into somebody's house, and and he's going to he's going to carry out whatever he whatever bad act that he has intended to carry mm. out. Well, and the it, law's not going to going to change it. And you've you've done your part with with that, and thank you for doing that. And I know you you're a stand up guy, and and you you know you probably had to make those calls before. You you kind of you know, but yeah. yeah, you should. I mean. Is the answer uh, more, uh, more more extensive background check? I don't know. Hold on, because I want to wrap this up uh, next, and then we'll move on. Uh, but we got to take a break. Um, Tony Ashcraft, not Asscraft, is <laughs> he's giving me the evil. Oh, yeah. Thanks, asshole. All right. Uh, no, Tony's uh, with us. So is Lou, and uh, we'll be back. Wrap this segment up next. More Adam Smasher Show coming up on Final Draft Radio. Watch us on Facebook Live at Vinyl Draft Radio or stream us on YouTube. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Now, back to What's-His-Name with whatever the name of this god-awful show is on Vinyl Draft Radio. I, uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, really quickly uh, touch on this since it's, you know, it's, it's on everyone's mind. And that's why I asked... Um, uh, that's another one I have trouble with. We were just talking about words uh, during the commercial break <laughs> that we say, and a lot of times we say them improperly. But because I, 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 I forget to do the K, it's I a, I go I asked, asked, I asked. A lot of people do that. Asked. 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 Better than ax. I, I, it is better I, than ax. I, I asked somebody. I I asked. <laughs> you know that, Leon. I asked. Man, come on. <laughs> okay, look, look, we've got. Two white boys, a Mexican, and a brother in here, and the things are just flying around the room, man. It's flying, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, I'm extra white because I'm ginger. Hey, yeah. man, but you're white Louisiana white, so you're another breed. Yeah. Oh, man, Louisiana white. I'm surprised we can understand anything you say. I uh, I have, yeah, I have family that you would just like go, yeah, that's like, we, we had a um, we had a friend of mine, we're getting off topic, but this is funny. We had a friend of mine, uh, one of my good friends who I grew up with, one of, the only person I grew up with who I still keep in contact contact with like high school and, and elementary school friends and he has a very thick like southern he's from lafayette uh well he lives in lafayette now and uh, i introduced him to a couple other my friends from here and we went to uh i think it was 2000 and i don't remember when it was or maybe it was late 90s we went to the royal rumble in new orleans okay and that whole trip, they were laughing because they couldn't understand anything he was saying. It's like, man, he just keeps, he just, he does like, you know, bang, bang, bong, Undertaker. And you hear Undertaker, yeah. so, but all you hear is bing, bang, bong. So that's what, that, to this day, that's what they call him, bing, bang, bong. <laughs> bing, bang, bong. Bing, bang, bong. Bing, bang, bong. 
All right. Bang, bang, bang. Um, anyway, so I, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to get anywhere with uh, with this with this. Uh, you know, I know a lot of politicians uh, are are. You know, I don't. I don't, uh, I, I take, uh, what's the, uh, I don't really, I don't want to say I don't trust any politicians, but I never take anything they say when it's campaign season, you know, I take it with a grain of salt because a lot of people will just say stuff to get elected. Uh, but I don't know, maybe that there has to be some change. You know, what about, uh, you know, I don't know how extensive the background checks are, but is, is changing that uh, part of the solution? You know what, I don't know what you could change. Um there's been a lot of talk about the the mental health side of it. Yeah. Now the form that you fill out is called a 4473. That's the over-the-counter form that everybody has to fill out unless you have a concealed carry license. Um, then you can, you know, we take your driver's license and your concealed carry license. Record both of those. There is no background check that's done. 4473 is filed away. Firearms recorded, and then that's it. But if you come in to buy, whenever I, whenever I call the uh, uh, the background check in. They do first, middle, last, cadence. Um, where were you born? Are you a United States citizen? How tall are you? How much do you weigh? Are you non-Hispanic, Hispanic, black, white, whatever? And you answer all that, and then Social Security number if you provide it, and that's it. There are some questions uh, that you have to answer on the form. Um, are you the actual purchaser of the gun? Are you a from justice? Have you ever been convicted of a misdemeanor crime of domestic violence? Have you renounced your U.S. citizenship? It goes on and on and on. But none of those questions on that form does the FBI ask. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I guess there is some debate as to if you had a way to report someone being crazy. Um, but, you know, there is you can adjudicate somebody mentally defective yeah. and have them committed but that's a pretty big long process so you know where do you where do you draw the line you know like like this kid this florida kid um he had said a bunch of stuff but you know some of these psychos are smart enough to get through a a psychiatrist exam right. and not get locked up and still do crazy shit yeah. you know the evil genius thing um so I don't know how you do it. I mean, I don't know how you do it and make it work every time in every case. And as sad as it is to say that that's what we want, but it's not a realistic expectation because you cannot, you can't just go around labeling people crazy. Right. Because that creates a whole different set of problems. I know. I think it is, um, I think it's California and it might be Illinois. They have a law, and I, and I should have been more diligent about checking into it, but it just kind of popped in my head. But they have a law that is sort of like if, if you think somebody is a threat and they mm -hmm. have weapons and yeah. they've threatened you, you can call and go, hey, that guy's got a gun. He said that, you know, and they will go and, and take the weapons away and yeah. charge you with a crime. And then, you know, it kind of comes around. But, but you know, what about like, does somebody like me or Adam need an AR-15? Do you need one? No. Do you need a car that goes faster than the speed limit? Do you need a buffet? Because that's more than you're going to eat. Um, do we need 4X size shirts? I mean, where, where, do, you, where do you stop? There, there's a want and a need. Um, so, like, a hunter could use AR-15. I guess you could use that gun to hunt, right? Absolutely. So, what if, and this is, I mean, totally off the top of my head, though. What if you give... You know, somebody a permit or a license to to buy an AR-15, but knowing that they are an avid hunter or they have a hunting license or they are, you know, a gun distributor or whatever the case is. I mean, narrow it down to get it. I, I'm pro guns. I mean, 
to a point. I'm not pro big guns. I don't think I need an AR-15. I, I, hell, I don't know what to do with it. I just need something to take care of myself and my family. I'm not going to go. I don't need right. a magazine clip of you know right. how many rounds. An, an AR-15 is is the worst gun for home protection you could possibly have. It's going to shoot through walls. It's going to overpenetrate. It's going to kill other people in the house. It's why would you buy? Why would somebody buy that gun? Um, in, in, instead of killing others, it is. Uh, it's an easy gun to build. It's an easy gun to dress out. You, if you look at AR-15s, if you come into my shop and I've got a ton of AR-15s, no two of them look alike. There's a ton of different. It is the erector set of firearms. Well, and also, I mean, what are they like? And I'm, I'm the same way as you. Like, I, don't, I would never buy an AR, and I, I would buy a handgun. I'll kill myself playing with but, it. No, man. no, but <laughs> hold on, it's not as bad as you think. I've shot. I, sh- I went to Louisiana to visit some family, and we went out in the sugarcane fields. My uncle was like, "Here, let's go shoot this." They had a, a, a gun. He wanted to. Uh, test out the the sighting or whatever it is. I don't know. He's, so I, they let me shoot it, and it's really it's a rifle. I mean, it really, you know, it wasn't. It, it's more intimidating than you think. But to to answer your question, why do you why do some people need that? As far as you know, uh, a lot of people like just like to go to the range and shit. That's a hobby for them. Right. And yeah. and I think look, I, I think that you know if you're a responsible you know gun owner like like Tony or or my uncle for example um you know i mean hey i don't i don't see any reason you shouldn't be able to do that um, now, I mean, I don't know if you have a bazooka. Although I've always wanted to shoot a bazooka <laughs> and a flamethrower, guys. I I, I, okay, I all right, you. all right. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I don't know if there's any. Go ahead. No, you know, I mean, the AR-15 thing—it gets a bad rap because people aren't familiar with it. They make this assumption that it is an assault rifle, and a lot of people mistakenly think that AR stands for assault rifle. It doesn't. It stands for it stands for Armalite rifle. I'm guilty. I thought so it was a, a guy, rifle. <laughs> uh, there was a guy named Eugene Stoner that developed, he worked for Armalite way back in the 60s, and he developed that platform of modular rifle for Vietnam. And that's where the modern AR-15 came out. That's that's where that comes from. So the whole uh, AR is assault rifle. It's not It's not an assault rifle. An assault rifle will fire either a three-round burst or fire full auto. This gun does not do that. No. If you take an AR-15 and compare it, Right, there's a gun made by Ruger called a Mini-14. So the Mini-14, 16-inch barrel. AR-15, 16-inch barrel. Mini-14, 30-round magazine. AR-15, same thing. They both fire the exact same round at the exact same rate with the exact same magazine at the exact same length barrel. Nobody ever shits on these guns because they have a wooden stock. They're very plain looking. Yeah. And But, but I guarantee you, if you and I are side by side and we're trying to put bullets on a target right you could do it just as quickly as i could either one of us have either gun no difference okay uh i I, i'm gonna wrap this up and uh and just say uh that one that's a good point of of let's educate ourselves and let's not believe everything we see on on social media that's a huge problem okay huge problem Educate yourself about about guns, different kinds of guns, and you know the the world. I mean, everything is at our fingertips. We used to have to go to libraries and get encyclopedias uh-huh. and shit. Now it's at our fingertips. But make sure you know where you're going, or just go into a gun store. A guy Ask, like Tony, yeah. and he will talk to you uh, about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's like educate yourselves and educate yourselves on both sides on everything, and let's be willing to 
fucking just talk about it and discuss without any fighting back and forth and yelling. There's too much of that shit going on right now. You know, that's and that's another reason I wanted uh, I wanted to do this uh, today because I'm sick and tired of the you know ah. You know, you're liberal, you're conservative, you hate guns, you blah, 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 you're a hippie, whatever. I mean, let's fucking talk about shit yeah. like grown adults. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. The problem with both, and both sides are guilty because the people, the anti-gun people, make the assumption that every gun out there is made to kill another human being, and right. that's the only purpose that it has. And then, you know, the other guys, the gun lovers, are, you ain't taking my guns. Right. You know, it's all those guys. Like somebody's going to come in their house, storm, <laughs> right. and then take all right. their weapons and leave, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's the media, yeah. Too, the media needs to get on board and just... And Let's all get together. Last night, Seth Meyers was actually clowning Trump for that um, that, mm-hmm, that, that piece that he said yeah. about how, like, oh, the NRA is be so mad at him. He totally ripped on the Republicans and this and that. But it's like, dude, you live on clowning on Trump, whether it's he's not doing anything for it yep. or now he's doing something for you. You're still clowning on him. The media needs to just get people together instead of really separating There's everybody. A, there, there, there are far too many. Um, there's a No, it does. <laughs> yeah, well, there's people that, that put out this information in the media that's not based on fact and it gets all this bad stuff out uh every town for gun safety is one of them uh, mothers demanding action is another they everybody uh, has an agenda it they seems do. Be, they do but be they, skeptical of sure. everyone and absolutely. everything absolutely i mean you can only get a uh, a proper discussion has to be based around a common set of facts absolutely and a lot of these aren't and that's where it gets all sideways all right um coming up next uh i uh, i don't know if you guys uh, saw this but i was uh, i was laughing uh oprah said she would run for president if this happened uh hold on i i uh, you got to hear this uh coming up uh, next, we'll, and also our first ever uh, dad joke off, I guess. I, I, got, I got to think of a better name. More Adam Smasher Show coming up with your host, Taco Bell Kima Customer of the Month, June 2012, Adam Smasher. They're hard up, or he's got blackmail material. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. Well, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but the solution to everyone's problem is Oprah running for president. Hey. She's going to fix everything. We're getting cars. She's gonna fix everything. And houses. Now, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock Oprah. I like Oprah. You know, I think she's done. Uh, first of all, you have to respect a woman who built an empire. Just a woman who became a billionaire with a B and a black woman on top of that. I was about to mention that, but uh, you, you, I got your, I got your people covered, Leon. I got you were, Leon. I'm thinking about your people. That is seriously, that is impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. I don't care how you. You know, you know, a and white... she could get big and skinny and big and skinny. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> good God, she's like a giant, rich black transformer. She is. She is she's powerful. Uh, yeah, and 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 she does. You know, she also she does uh, a lot of good with her money because she's got more money than she knows to, what to do with. So when I see uh, you know people like that getting involved and giving back to whatever they they choose to give back and and really become a philanthropist, I respect that. I respect a lot. Uh, but uh, you know, Oprah's president. I, look, I don't think anyone can get into that office and really fix everything. I mean, it's just there are too many working parts of our government. Uh, it, it ain't going to happen. But here is uh, here's Oprah 
uh, talking about, everyone was talking this week about uh, her, what she said. I pay attention. When you have that many people saying something, I thought, well, gee, I've never in my life ever, ever imagined that I would be in politics. And I've always said, no, 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 no. Am I supposed to at least look at that question? Because I had enough people, billionaires, calling me up saying, I can get you a billion dollars. I can run your campaign. And I actually went into prayer about it. Like, God, if you if you think I'm supposed to run, you got to tell me. And it has to be so clear that not even I could miss it. And I haven't gotten that. You know what I love? I love that she's like, you know, talking. And then, but when she gets in that talking to God voice, she's like, look, God, you gonna be talking? You tell me what? You know, she gets all straight. Yeah. Uh, so she says, basically, you know, if God uh, tells her to run, uh, then she'll run. You know, and I don't really think that's how it works. I mean, does God really talk to people? You ever wondered that? Have someone have you ever heard a voice? Uh, someone ever heard a voice and like God like spoke to them? Mm. This is God. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but a lot of people are, and this is another thing. A lot of people get on the the Oprah bandwagon without even really thinking about, uh, you know, how she would be at president. They're just, you know, it's just, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, people do have that celebrity crush kind of thing. They think because yeah. they they see somebody in a movie and they like the character in the movie, they think that that person is just like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, but but they're not. I think, you know, it'd be kind of scary if Oprah ran, actually. Who has more money, Oprah or Trump? Uh, Oprah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, Oprah's definitely, yeah. See, when you put Oprah's name in the hat, then you're also looking at The Rock, Mark Cuban, all these other clowns that... See who has more of a following, who's more influential, who 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 can do it, who wants to do it. Is it I, a joke? I don't know. God, are you listening? Yeah, yes, yes. I, I heard her, okay? I will get to it. I, I mean, I'm busy. You know, there are things going on in the world, pretty important things yeah. I'm dealing with. Uh, you know, even for Oprah. God, is that the real reason? Come on. Okay, truth be told, Adam, I'm just I'm really nervous about talking to Oprah. I mean, God, she's Oprah what i thought right okay thanks god appreciate you get a free blessing you get a free blessing you get a free <laughs> blessing everybody gets free blessings yay god yay. Uh, hallelujah so look <laughs> to answer your question yes god does speak to some people he speaks to me he does. He does. Uh, it is the Adam Smasher Show. Hey, coming up next, I want to talk about, uh, do your kids watch stupid shit on YouTube? Oh, my God. It makes me roll my eyes. <laughs> I guarantee you my kid's watching stupid shit on YouTube right now. Right now. Uh, I got something to play for you coming up next. What's wrong with these kids? Should I stay or should I go? Yes. Um, one of my favorite bands of all time, The Clash. And uh, when I uh, got this uh, gig at Vinyl Draft Radio, uh, the uh, owners, Doug and Bertrand, they were like, look, you can do whatever you want. You want to talk for two hours? You want to play music? Whatever. So, you know, sometimes I like to just pick my... Because you don't get to do that in radio, guys. I, I just... And I'll, I'll play you guys something. I just uh, I just talked today um, to uh, uh, an elementary school out in Dickinson uh, and... Uh, they did career day and I talked to third and fourth graders and I've got some I had a few of them ask some questions on uh, and I got them on on tape but uh, that's one of the things I told them because a lot of people think like oh you just get to play what you want nope you got to play what they tell you you know damn the man so there you go I love uh, that's why I love uh, doing this show anyway it is uh, the Adam Smasher show vinyl draft radio 
So here's, um, I don't know, you guys, I think every parent can identify with this. Our kids, we're in the age where our kids watch the stupidest shit on YouTube. I had to take away uh, the uh, YouTube app on my for my my kid anyway because he was uh, he saw that cinnamon challenge thing and he uh. he tried it and he's ten and I mean he was okay but I think you can choke from that and like I, I don't know anyway I don't want him thinking that's okay he can just imitate things he sees on YouTube so now they have YouTube Kids which is more regulated yeah. uh, but they watch the dumbest shit and my kid is uh, my seven year old's watching this the other day. And he is laughing. I'm like, what are you watching? So I got it from him. And then I, this is what he was watching, okay? This, uh, this woman is, holy shit. I mean, I can't even believe that people watch this. Uh, she has this video. I believe this one is uh, called uh, Pranking My Cats. You can already tell what's it from the title, right? <laughs> uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. So cat gets pranked. Green, everybody. Today I'm here with my cat, Daisy, and my other cat, Gus. This is my fat pussy. Say happy Halloween. Since it's Halloween, okay. I thought it would be fun to do some little pranks. Hey. So I'm going to do some pranks on my cat. Okay. First of all, she's kind of hot. She's cute. But it's over the top and stupid. Okay. I was at a Halloween store and I found all these like weird like stupid prank things So I'm gonna prank my cats because I think that they'll actually like it So let's see how it goes. The first prank I have is a hairy scary jumping spider Gus is not into this one. Gus does not like this one Okay, uh, notice none of us have laughed uh, yet so far. And here's the deal. I uh, I do videos and things uh, on, on my YouTube, not like every day like these people, but this is not funny, and she's got... Uh, this video alone has almost 2 million views, and she is making tons of money on advertising, because when you have that many views, uh, it's... And that was published in October 2017? Yeah, yeah. It's a good prank. The next prank I have is this squirting camera. Now, I'm not going to squirt this directly at the cats, because that is rude, and anyone who would actually squirt this right in someone's face is not a good person. Okay, I, yeah, that's I, me. I would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's me. Guilty. Guilty. So I'm just gonna squirt it kind of around them and see what they think about that. What's up? I'm just gonna take your picture. Smile. Not phased. Doesn't I can't take anymore, guys. I can't fucking take anymore. I, I can't. Wow. It, and people always say, uh, oh, Adam, you're just jealous. You're damn right I'm jealous. She's, yeah. she's making bank. And she that's all she does for a living is make stupid fucking videos that aren't funny on YouTube. There are plenty of things that are funny on YouTube. That is definitely not one of them. Damn, man, two, two million. Two views. million people would tell you. Two, otherwise, that's a lot. Two million. Yeah, just on that on that Holy video, shit. and then uh, let's see on her channel. This is a problem with, and you know how many kids now? Oh, you know how many kids now say when you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they say a YouTuber. I'm like, I look at my kids. I'm gonna go, shut up. <laughs> All right, shut up. No, you're not. Yeah. Um, she has uh, five and a half million subscribers. Subscribers on her videos on her channel. 
and I just I just don't get it. What's something that that your kids watch on on YouTube so I can I can pull it up and see? Uh, you know the the Minecraft thing. Uh huh. Yeah, Stampy Cat, and I only know that. Stampy Cat. Stampy Cat. Okay, there you go. Stampy Cat Minecraft. Boom. Um, and here's what I don't understand uh, too is that why the hell would you want to watch uh, someone play video games instead of playing it yourself? Yeah. That yeah, that's a really good question, and I ask myself that every time I see my son watching a video. But he's probably watching one right now. Carter, stop it! Do, don't you guys get? Are, don't you get jealous? Because I get jealous because they they do nothing really, and they make millions they make of dollars. It. I mean, you you realize how much money these people make just on advertisements? It's ridiculous. They are set. I mean, what does that say about the? Uh, about the people watching it, you know, yeah. that that many people are compelled to watch something well, so well dumb. Most of it is kids, and kids are stupid. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's face it, kids are dumb. That's they, true. They can be smart, but they're also dumb. Okay. I uh, made my little one stop um, watching this one called Goo Goo Gaga. Uh-huh. That's what it was called, and he was glued to it. He was cracking up. Glued. I was like, "What are you laughing at? You seem so happy right now." And I checked it out. I said, "Oh hell no, this has to stop now. It's some bad habits." Funny, yes. Yeah. You don't want your kid acting like that. There's too much. Uh, YouTube is uh, too much inappropriateness on uh, actual YouTube. Hello, this is Dan B, and welcome back to my Let's Play on Stardew Valley. I oh, hate wow. this guy. I, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, this one isn't as big as the last one. This video only has 20,000. But still, 20,000, that's a lot of people watching your videos. I know, it kind of looks like I'm wearing sunglasses now. I'm not wearing sunglasses. These are the glasses that change light. And I was just in the garden playing fetch with this puppy here, who's very tired now, and oh, got a drawly tongue on me. <laughs> so they're probably gradually changed during the the episode. But they never had sex with a woman, ne- ever. Right. And I mean, ever. You know, th- thirty more seconds of that, and I'm drinking bleach. Gotta go a bit tinted anyway because of the big light. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what anyway. we're doing today, playing Stardew Valley. So right then. Um, <laughs> It's been a bit of a gap since I recorded the last episode. I wish you so guys could see my face right now. What I think I want to focus on today, and this seems like a really silly thing to mention this, because it's something that I really just haven't done yet, is I'm going to have a day just, like, focusing on my farm. Like, it's like the main thing... I want to go to that guy's house and with a flamethrower and just uh, that, make sure he's out safely, but just, just burn it to the ground. <laughs> mm. Uh, I don't I don't get it. Kid, I don't understand. I do not understand. Holy shit. God damn. Yep. Why? Why? What? You know, I always wonder what compelled him to do that. I mean, did he sit around and think, "Yeah, this is fucking awesome. I'm gonna do it all day." Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, I think, like, uh, uh, what's his name? I always say, what's his name? Uh, uh, PewDiePie. Like, he got in when it was just coming out. Like, so he was in from the beginning. So that's. But now, then everyone started trying to, you know, imitate or whatever. And it's just, the, the internet is just. Fuck. It's it can be great. It can be a great learning tool, but it can be garbage too. All right. I think it's mostly garbage. <sighs> hey, we still have our first ever uh, dad joke off uh, coming up. Tony and uh, Lou are going to participate. More Adam Smasher show coming up on Final Draft Radio. Watch us on Facebook Live at Final Draft Radio, or stream us on YouTube. Go to finaldraftradio.com. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. Take it away, douchebag. Whatever happened to watching good cartoons? Like, like, He-Man. 
Making my surround myself with food. I love Skeletor here. I'll cover my throne with your hide. Skeletor to King Randor. Come in, you royal boob. I uh, I call him a, that's what I call Madonna Skeletor because she just looks so just she's a like bony and just gross. I all, I, I piss off all my gay friends because they of course love Madonna and I'm like whatever Skeletor please. <laughs> Um, it is the uh, Adam Smasher show on Vinyl Draft uh, Radio. So um, here is, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm excited about, have you guys seen Black Panther yet? No. No. Oh, it's, it's good. It's a good. It's a good movie. It really is. Well, in, in fact, it's, 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 becoming, uh, it's becoming like one of the most popular Marvel movies, period. Uh, but it's good. Why didn't they just call him Panther? I mean, did they really put the black thing on there? Because because he's from Africa. No, because of the damn Black Panther. I mean, like but, this this. But this I mean, you, when you what other color Panther is there? Right, right, right. Oh but, wait, no, Pink Panther. I stand corrected. Uh, sorry, hey, sorry. Hey. He had a whole other thing going on. But uh, <coughs> but Black Panther is uh, he's badass. Um, uh, but it's a it's a really good movie. Uh, I took my kids to see it the uh, the other weekend. But there's one out. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with with this one because I haven't heard much about it. But I love I love Bruce Willis. Like like any Bruce Willis movie. I heard they're doing another Die Hard, and I'm like, bring it on because I love it. He he freaking. Uh, if you guys don't remember in the last one, like. He he ran a car and jumped out, and the car went up a ramp and hit, hit a helicopter. And the guy was like, you just blew up a helicopter with a car. He's like, yeah, damn right. Uh, but uh, Bruce Willis, this one is called uh, uh, Death Wish. And then there's an old uh, Charles, Charles Bronson, Bronson Death right. Wish, and I don't think this is the same one, but... That sounds manly. Like I want to do it in like a like a monster truck voice. Bruce Willis, Death Wish, Kung Fu, Bacon, and Kicking Ass. Yeah. He's gonna make you wish you were dead. Rated TA for totally awesome. I uh, I wish when I do when I have someone uh, I haven't chosen who's gonna do it yet. Oh. You've got mail. Uh, I'm going to have someone speak at my uh, funeral, but uh, I'm going to have a voice changer, and they're going to have to speak like Monster Truck Guy. Like, seriously. And tell me that everyone wouldn't laugh. That would be awesome. Because be awesome. it's too sad. It's just too sad. Uh, okay. So I asked, uh, I asked some people on it, because I saw this uh, thing, and it was about people like pampering their pets. And uh, I want to pull up. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull up my Facebook. Um, look, I have I have a dog, okay, but I don't go crazy over uh, over my dog as far as like you know it's a dog, you know. Right. I love my dog <laughs> and I cuddle with my dog and I you know it's all good, but she's a dog. And do you know people who like treat their dogs like humans? Oh man. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of those folks. I hate when you see somebody toting a dog around. They never put the dog down. Never put the dog down. Dog sleeps with them. The dog eats at the table with them. It's just weird. It's weird. I had a, uh, my next-door neighbor, and she moved away. And the dog really was cool, and she was a cool dog. But she was a little bit prissy, and she was old Pomeranian. And her name mm. is Bean, okay? And Bean is spoiled rotten so she would try to take her on a walk and then halfway down the street she would just stop and you, she had to pick, pick up, up yeah she, she's like i ain't walking fuck you i, I know a girl there. who um who who cooks for her dog every night people food yeah yeah even if the the parents aren't eating or whatever there's a meal cooked for the dog 
Wow. Got the protein, got its vegetables. Yeah. Yeah. We should all be so lucky. That's crazy. <laughs> There's dying kids in Africa, man. <laughs> <laughs> dying kids in Africa and you're feeding your dog. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. It's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? And someone uh, someone brought this up on, uh, on Facebook just um, earlier. Hey, I heard this other radio station uh, talking about that this morning. They must have got your idea. Look, nothing in radio is like everything is borrowed in radio. Nothing's original anymore. I, I mean, I have a couple of original things, but I mean, everyone talks about everything. So I'm not worried. Uh, plus, they suck. So, you know, who cares? Who really, who really gives a shit? Um, they have, uh, let's see. Uh, on uh, on Facebook, uh, let's see, hi to, uh, let's see here, oh, I should have been, see, I wasn't prepared, and, okay, uh, Mary Ann, uh, I carry mine up and down two flights of stairs every time I let her go out, uh, go to the potty while uh, we're living in the third floor apartment. The dog can't even walk downstairs, okay? Dog can't even walk downstairs. Mary, we're sending help. Um, Jesus. I mean, um, the, the people who buy like different outfits for the dog, like the dog has fall clothes and the dog has yeah. summer clothes. Yeah, that's great. And it's a dog. Yeah. And the dog doesn't like it. You know, the dog doesn't like fucking wearing clothes. It's yeah, hot. The dog's not going anywhere. It is hot. Um, I have a friend who swear to God too. He, uh, he feeds outside of his apartment and he films it and he puts some videos on Facebook. He feeds stray cats and raccoons oh, God. <laughs> and he does experiments like he, he does like behavioral experiments with the, <laughs> with the raccoons and the cats. And it's actually kind of funny. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, Chanel, I, about once a week, I make homemade, uh, dog food for my two dogs. I put ground turkey, brown rice, frozen peas, and carrots, kidney beans, butternut squash. Uh, your dog is eating butternut squash. I wouldn't make this for me, all right? Uh, into the crock pot and cook it for them. She, she cooks all a day, meal all day long <laughs> in a crock pot. Oh, oh man. Jesus. I mean, seriously. I mean, most of the time, I couldn't remember to even feed my dog, much less cook for it. I mean, look, I'm all for, you know, I love dogs, but, you know, again, they're, they're dogs. I, I do not get, uh, I do not get that. Some dogs uh, live better. Uh, well, a lot, every dog in America, basically, who's not like a stray dog, lives better than children in third world countries. Isn't that sad? That's true. Yeah, story. That's true. That true is story. Very true. Hey, didn't, uh, didn't Streisand clone? Okay, this is the creepiest shit ever. Yeah, she had a 14-year-old yeah. dog, and she cloned the dog mm. twice, twice. Twice, twice. So yeah. she has two new clones from her dog, and she says that... Well, they're young now. They don't really have the, whatever the dog's name's personality traits. So we're going to have to wait and see. And I'm like, yeah, you got to wait and see. Those dogs are going like, to like kill you in your sleep. How much is that, does that cost? Uh, 50000 $50, bucks a dog. Oh, I, yeah, Lord. I, I guess. $50,000. That's Barbara Streisand money. Yeah, I guess when you're Barbara Streisand, you don't really yeah. have to worry she about She probably uh, cooks for him, too. Uh, money. Yeah. My dog likes to uh, drink out of the toilet. Jackpot. That's his thing. That's a real dog right there, though. Yeah. That's, that's a dog. Do My yeah. wife that's trips. A, I was like, that's a dog. That's a dog. Could be worse. He could be outside drinking mud. Yeah. My uh, and that would be okay. Whenever, whenever they talk about, um, whenever they talk about how smart dogs are, I always point to the fact that a lot of dogs, uh, look, they sniff and sometimes eat their own shit. That's yeah. not smart to me. It's recycling. Okay? It's recycling. Recycling. It's recycling. <laughs> 
Oh man! Environmentally, they're just being environmentally conscious, Adam. I don't know why you gotta. I don't know. That's that's. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you, you will see. I was in. I don't know where I was the other day, but it's like inside uh, in a business somewhere. I figured it was a restaurant or something. I'm afraid what I was doing, but of course the lady's in line, and you know she's got her little teacup uh, uh, Yorkie with her, like right there in the store. Then you have people like you know bringing them on airplanes and uh, uh, just uh, you know I'll, I see I I've seen uh, people pushing them in, in fucking strollers like babies. Good God! There has to be an order in the like in the you know the the. It's like we're up here. Right. And dogs have to be below us, okay? Otherwise, yeah. they will get smart and they will kill us and they will take over, just like the robots. Yeah. Or the apes. Uh, or the apes. Planet of the dogs. There we it's go. gonna happen. It's coming. Or the freaking apes. Good God! Uh, you've got the Adam Smasher Show Vinyl Draft Radio. Uh, I um, I'll play this for you coming up too. I went to uh, speak at a career day uh, over here in uh, Dickinson uh, earlier on and uh, today, and I I talked to some of the kids. I love, and they were third and fourth graders. Like that's the that's one of the best ages because kids are just like you know like I, we were. We were talking, and I was telling him about being on the radio and stuff. And one kid just he raises his hand. He's I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you can make a you can make a a, a radio from a potato. <laughs> 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 that was his thing. <laughs> Enlighten me, please. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of respect for the radio industry. <laughs> you can make one out of a potato. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna play that for you. Coming up uh, next. Yes, uh, it is the Adam Smasher Show, Vinyl Draft Radio. Uh, coming up next, uh, I'll uh, get into these uh, what these kids had to uh, say at career day earlier on. Love the children. Also, uh, Lou uh, and Tony are going to uh, try not to laugh with, uh, I brought a book of dad jokes. That's going to be interesting. Hey, we're having fun. It's Friday. Hold on. More Adam Smasher Show coming up on Vinyl Draft Radio. Watch us on Facebook Live at Vinyl Draft Radio or stream us on YouTube. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com. Now, back to What's-His-Name with whatever the name of this god-awful show is on Vinyl Draft Radio. All right. Uh, There we go. I wasn't really uh, prepared, but that's not uh, any surprise because I never am prepared. Um, I lie. I prepare the hell out of my show. It's one of the things that uh, I was telling the kids earlier um, over at uh, uh, Silvernagle Elementary in Dickinson. And thank them for having me out for uh, for career day, third and fourth graders. Uh, it's you know, and it's cool. And none of them. It's it's weird because they're too young to really uh, remember me from radio here. Uh, you know, over the past like ten or fifteen years. But I'm like, your parents know who I am, okay? <laughs> um, but uh, we talked about you know, I told them a little bit about what goes on and and how. Uh, you know how radio works. Uh, in fact, you know Lou and, and Tony are. You guys are new to to radio, and that's the cool thing about Vinyl Draft is because uh, it's it's really cool. I'm really the only radio person in here. The rest of these guys, uh, you know, Lou owns a barbershop. Yep. Actually, owns a barbershop, which you don't plug Two. Ne- nearly <laughs> enough. Two, but where at? Right, uh, one in Clear Lake and the other in League City. 
Lou's Barbershop, uh, and then uh, Tony, of course, with Bullet Points, uh, Black Rifle Company. Uh, you know, you guys are, and you guys are, you guys are doing great so far. I mean, really uh, doing great with uh, with doing this radio show. By the way, you can check out uh, Lou uh, Barbershop Talk with Lou and Gore Mondays at nine, and then uh, Bullet Points is uh, is it Tuesday afternoon? Tuesday afternoon, three o'clock. Three o'clock, uh, right here on a uh, Vinyl Draft Radio. But I was telling the kids, you know, uh, a little bit about. You know, and of course, I asked, had them ask questions, and then they ask you know questions like typical kid questions, right? Um, and then some of them, of course, don't want to talk to you at all. Uh, here are some of the kids from uh, Silver Nagel Elementary School in Dickinson. Hi! This is a uh, third grade class, right? Third grade. What what was your question? I don't have a question. You don't have a question at all? Okay. You're not interested in, in anything that, uh, do you think, what do you want to be when you grow up? Probably in the Coast Guard. The oh. Coast Guard. That's definitely different from a radio DJ. Why do you want to be in the Coast Guard? Because I want to protect the U.S. You want to, that is like, high five. There you go. That's, uh, I want to protect the U.S. Okay, do you have like a second pick? Like, because you need to have a backup plan. So if you had like the second favorite thing, you can't like tell a kid, look, you ain't gonna be in a coast guard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying. My kid, my kid wants to be like a, a football player. I'm like, look, okay, you got my genetics. You ain't being no NFL football player. Thing that you would want to do besides coast guard would be what? Football. Football. <laughs> what uh, what position do you play? I'm thinking of wide receiver. Wide receiver. Why? Because they score all the touchdowns. No. Yeah. Why, why would you want to be a wide receiver? What team would you want to play for? The Texans. The Texans. Have you ever seen a uh, uh, like a little kid's uh, basketball is the worst sport? Uh, when like a uh, my kid was about uh, five or six, and all five or six basketball games, uh, five or six year old basketball games, it's all like they never pass because all, they all want to score. That's all they yeah, want to do. Yeah. So all they do is run up and down the court, and uh, and and that's it. I'm like, you know, you can pass. It's possible. It's just as cool. Um, again at uh, uh, Silver Nagel uh, Elementary School. It's career day. All right, talking to kids about. Okay, so how do you how do you think uh, how do you think I did? Do you think the kids like me? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you had to grade me, what would you give me? Hundred. You can't say that. Come on, be be realistic. What would you give me? Ninety nine. A ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> um, so, what do you uh, now? You're how old? Nine. Nine. Do you know what you want to do? Because one of the questions was, somebody asked me if I knew what I wanted to do when I was a kid, and I said, I really didn't know. Do you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is it? Um, I'm thinking my first option is to be a baker, my second is to be a police officer, and my third and favorite is to be a football player so that I can tackle people. Okay, the, she had options. At nine years old, I didn't know what, I mean, I was still like, you know, accidentally sharting myself at so, nine, yeah, you know? Yeah. I, I do that at 41, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> that is awesome. I I love all those things, but baking I couldn't do because I just want to eat everything. What's your favorite bakery item? Uh, I think that would be cake. You, what, what do you like to? What's your favorite thing to make, and what's your favorite thing to eat? Um, I, I think my favorite thing to make is um, cookies. My favorite favorite thing to eat is donuts. Ooh, donuts. Mm. Uh, wh what about you? Do you know what you want to be when you get older? Um, either a marine biologist or what? a, um, she sounds you know, smart. I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of in between on some stuff. <laughs> I don't 
really know because I'm still a kid and I just kind of just want to play around. I want to enjoy my childhood. <laughs> wow. That's great. She is awesome. Wow. She's like talking to a little adult. Like she's yeah, more mature she's than legit. us. Yeah. This girl's more mature than I am. I couldn't even spell marine biologist when I. Okay, so what is it about marine biology? You know, the ocean. Uh, freaks me out. Do you know we've only explored 5% of the ocean? There are so many things down there that would give me the creeps. What's your, what's your favorite uh, ocean creature? Um, probably the crab. I love crab. the crab. Would you ever go like swimming with sharks and stuff like that? Um, probably not, yeah. but... I mean, That's how people get eaten. Yeah. I mean, sharks don't traditionally eat people. They just kind of mistake people. Once they take a bite, they'll learn. Well, I still, I don't want to be bitten at all. Like, I, Leon, hashtag stupid people, uh, stupid things white people do. <laughs> Swim with sharks, please. I don't, yeah, no. So, so a marine biologist, man, that is very specific. Uh, any. Uh, any pointers that you want to give me for next time uh, if I do career day? What could I do better? Mm, I think you, what you did um, is awesome and everything. Also, my favorite um, marine animal is the megalodon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I love kids. I just, you know, you never know what's going to come out of their mouths. Hey, any of the parents know you? The teachers, yeah. In yeah. fact, we took a whole bunch of They were like, can we take a picture afterwards? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm hoping they'll still uh, post those on uh, on my page. Um, but, yeah, they were they were really cool. Nice. They were, they were really cool. And uh, I was asked, I'm always weary, because I was asked one time, I did a career day. Now, this is in my a little bit more wild and crazy days. And uh, I, was, uh, I was asked not to come back. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Did you drop any F-bombs? No, I did not. <laughs> did you think about dropping one on accident? No, no, no. I, I mean, they, they were part of it as they were upset because I told them, and I didn't tell. I, now I know how to skate around it, but uh, you know, I told them I, I dropped out of college because I did. Yeah. I, you know, I was just being honest. Uh, but there are so many other degrees that you can get now uh, instead of a, a communications degree. I mean, really, it's a, it's a waste. It is a complete waste. It's n- nothing. You can't teach someone... Uh, how to, you know, do a good radio show. I mean, you can you can get coaching and stuff, but there's nothing you can learn in a book. Right. You know what I mean? That's you why either you, have it or you don't. Yeah. I mean. and, and that's why you should get like, uh, you know, you should go in and, and get a like a marketing degree. I wish I had one of those. That that, right. w- that would definitely help me out. After all, I've been fired five times. Man, but in Jesus. reality, I think experience speaks more than education. And some things it does. I mean, some things it does. Absolutely. Um, I, I will completely uh, agree with you on that. Uh, okay, so uh, coming up next, uh, I think uh, you guys you guys want to do uh, the the dad joke. Um, I, uh, this is online. I think it's just like a, a try not try not to laugh. What the hell is the name of it? I don't know. But you're gonna have to read dad jokes, and uh, the first person to lose or first person to laugh uh, loses. You get a negative point. Now I would like to, if you guys were willing to participate, the loser, <laughs> the the loser, the winner gets to uh, draw a uh, penis on the loser's forehead. Oh God! Something you can wash off. <laughs> bro, I gotta be my mother-in-law after this, man, for her birthday well, you dinner, better, bro. You better not lose. <laughs> you better not lose. <laughs> Come on! I'm not going to Gracias with penis on my forehead. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! Oh jeez! 
I drew it for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You got to be a team player here, okay? Uh, got to be a team player. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll uh, we'll do that next. I don't know, penis, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> we'll see. Um, it's the Adam Smasher Show, Vinyl Trap Radio. All right, it's the uh, Adam Smasher Show, Vinyl Trap Radio. I picked the music because it's it's my show, asshole. That's why. And I say that in the uh, most loving way. Some people misunderstand me, uh, and this uh, maybe this is one of the reasons why uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, like I had a good run at regular radio, uh, FM radio, and then it's just like the past like I don't know four years has been disastrous. Like I, I peaked. And then, uh, but I think a lot of people like misunderstand me. Like when I call you asshole or when I like give you shit, it means it means I like you. And that's that's my that's what <laughs> me and my friends do. That's how we communicate, you know. Uh, anyway, so uh, I think uh, coming up next, uh, we're gonna do because we got to take a little quick little break. And coming up next, uh, we're gonna do our battle of the dad jokes, and uh, the loser gets. Uh, six penises uh, drawn on his forehead. <laughs> it's the numbers now. It's six. <laughs> and some balls on his chin. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's uh, Tony versus Lou uh, coming up. Place uh, your bets now. Uh, hang on. Yeah, place your bets. Exactly. <laughs> More Adam Smasher Show coming up with your host. Taco Bell Kima Customer of the Month, June 2012, Adam Smasher. Either they're hard up or he's got blackmail material. Back to the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. All right. Oh, man, these things need WD-40 like bad. Right. Uh, okay, so it is uh, our first uh, ever uh, battle of the dad jokes, and I, I have Tony and and Lou in here, and uh, here's you guys know how how it works, right? You tell you have the the really terrible dad jokes, and the first really you got to get in the zone because the first person to, if you laugh that's a negative point, okay? And again, the loser. Is gonna have to have uh, he we he's gonna have to have uh, Leon's penis on his head. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, you should have just seen the look on Tony's face. I don't yeah. know. He's like, no, no, no. that ain't happening. I was scared. That ain't happening. Um, <laughs> face ain't big enough. All right, are we ready? <clears throat> Lou, you're gonna go first. All right. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No. Great food. No atmosphere. All right. Why was the mother firefly disappointed? Why? Because her children were not very bright. Hmm. What do you call a fake noodle? What? An impasta. You suck! (laughs) How do you cut a wave? How? With a seesaw. Really? Want to hear a joke about paper? Sure. Never mind. It's terrible. Man. That's close. Man. That's real close. Man. 
Why is dark spelled with a K? Why? Because you can't see in the dark. Nothing? Why did the coffee file a police report? Why? It got mugged. That's a camel. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? You guys are pretty good at this, man. Wow. How do you plan a space party? How? You have to plan it early. What do you call Mexican who lost his car? What? Carlos. <laughs> Leon like that. You like that. Come on, Tony. That's, That's a good funny. one. That's good it's one. It's funny. Look, I don't want a penis on my forehead. All right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Chewy likes it. Why didn't the little boy believe the tiger? Why? He thought it was lion. No. No. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? Really? Yeah, it's a good one. Really? Yeah, damn it. I liked it. What what is it? Nacho cheese. Oh. Come on. Okay. I thought maybe that might just bring a laugh because you know we know it. Okay. Hey, Lou. Yo. If it's nacho cheese, whose cheese is it? Whose? I'm lost. That's the joke. Mm. Oh. Wow, that was a terrible joke. You maybe you should definitely stick to selling guns. <laughs> what did the grape do when he got stepped on? What? He let out a little wine. Good. That's Man, good. your guys' poker faces Gosh. are amazing. So, so close. What did the spider do on the computer? What? Built a website. I wouldn't buy anything with Velcro. No? It's a total ripoff. Man, you're tough. Mm. (laughs) Man, I I didn't think you guys would last this long. That is crazy. My wife says that all the time. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, a, that's good. good. I'll give you that one. That one's good on the fly. Oh, wow. the fly. I like the improv. One. I really like the improv. What is a witch's favorite subject in school? A witch's favorite what? A witch's favorite subject in school. What's that? Spelling. Boner. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to like break your concentration. What do boobs and toys have in common? What do boobs and toys have in common? Yeah. What? They were both originally made for kids, but daddies end up playing with them. Boner. Boner. What did one penny say to the other? What? That makes sense. Hmm. Boner. Boner. What do you call an elephant that doesn't matter? Boner. Boner. <laughs> what? <laughs> an irrefluent. What? An irre- oh, that is terrible. That's, That's horrible. horrible. That's, That's horrible. horrible. That's horrible. You lose just for that. Yeah, All right. I know. All right. Bring your penis in here, Leah. Yeah. <laughs> Why did the house go to the doctor? Why? It had window panes. Because I was inverted. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
How many apples grow on a tree? How many? All of them. <laughs> now this bit has just become awkward because no one will win, but I'm just letting it go. <laughs> God. I'm going through my... <laughs> What did the blanket say to the bed? What? I got it covered. How does a penguin build its house? How? It glues together. What's a boxer's favorite drink? What? Punch. Diabetes. <laughs> I'm going to call this one a tie. Like, um, damn. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I am impressed. Uh, diabetes. Diabetes. I thought the Mexican Carlos one was going to maybe take it. God. That was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was pretty good. I am just, I'm shocked. That I am shocked good. that you guys uh, lasted that long. Man. Good for you. Good for you. I'm not going to lie. I peed a little. You peed a little? <laughs> well, it's okay. It's okay if you peed a little. Uh, everybody does it every now and then. Uh, it is uh, uh, the Adam Smasher Show Vinyl Draft Radio. That didn't go how I expected it to go. I was very surprised. Hmm. Very surprised. Uh, coming up uh, next. Oh, we have to do, uh, before we get out of here, we have to uh, uh, do Everything Sounds Sexy with uh, Leon. I wanted to do it on uh, on Wednesday. Didn't get a chance. Uh, today, today the uh, it's, it's phrases your mom would say. Everything Sounds Sexy with Leon. Uh, that's coming up uh, next. And uh, you are checking out the Adam Smasher Show on Vinyl Draft Radio. It is the Adam Smasher Show, Vinyl Draft Radio. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Hey, don't forget uh, that it's real easy to, to listen. And uh, again, it's uh, yeah, it's a radio station. It's on the internet, which I I actually I'm I'm glad I'm finally able to uh, uh, to do this. And um, because you know we're not not that I use that as an excuse just to do whatever I want, but um, you know I don't have the man looking over my shoulder, you know, which is always good. It's always good. So, uh, vinyldraftradio.com, you can listen live, or you can uh, listen on the TuneIn Radio app. Uh, it's real easy to listen. Uh, okay, so uh, on this episode of Everything Sounds Sexy with Leon, I, I need to come up with some more ideas, too. For whatever reason, I was thinking about like phrases your mom would say. Like, in your mom's voice, they're just like, eh, whatever. But, Everything Sounds Sexy with Leon, so... It's, it takes a totally different, you know, turn. Bats and raccoons have rabies. You won't have any boyfriends if you stay fat. Damn. Mm. A lady never chews with her mouth open. Damn it, eat it or go hungry because I'm not cooking two dinners. I, I say that every day. A hard head makes for a soft behind. Honey, chew before you swallow. Even a blind squirrel can find a nut once in a while. <laughs> Wish in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up the fastest. Don't put anything smaller than an elbow in your ear. This hurts me more than it hurts you. 
brought you into this world, and I'll just as soon take you out. There are starving people in Africa who fight lions and shit to get a leaf to eat. <laughs> eat your damn broccoli, you ungrateful shit. Wipe that smile off your face, or I'm gonna wipe it off for you. I now understand why some animals eat their young. Mom, you're invading my personal space. Well, you came out of my vagina, so we're even. Be nice to your brother. You might need one of his kidneys one day. It's true. It's true. It's true. Everything sounds sexy. But Leon, oh man. Nice, Leon. Nice. Uh, we uh, Solid advice, Leon. <laughs> We had this, uh, I don't know, is, Jay's not here today, is he? No. Uh, Jay, we have, have you guys met Jay before, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so Jay's voice is like, uh, is like, um, you know, he talks like this, you know, so he's very, you know, hey, hey, can I, so I was going to say like, okay, everything sounds sexy with Leon and nothing sounds sexy with Jay. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Speaking of, uh, real quick, because I know we got like a few minutes. Speaking of uh, the, you wish in one hand and and uh, what is it? You wish in one hand, shit in the other, shit in the other gets filled up first. Yeah, I had, oh my god, I don't know for what reason, but I was uh, I was looking at uh, the scene from uh, from Grumpy Grumpy Old Men. Burgess Meredith fucking kills in that movie. I mean, if you have, have you ever seen it before? Oh, the I, old one. Well, they have they have a couple of them that like a sequel, yeah. but holy shit, Bur- Burgess Meredith is is unbelievable uh, in this movie. And I pulled uh, here it is. I pulled uh, I pulled this, and I just just died laughing. First of all, he goes in. They go shopping, and uh, his son is shopping. Got it full of cart uh, full of groceries, and Burgess Meredith just uh, puts a. a pound of bacon in the cart. <laughs> I'm done! I'm done. Every morning, I wake up and I smoke a cigarette. And then I eat five strips of bacon. And for lunch, I eat a bacon sandwich. And for a midday snack, bacon. Bacon, a whole bacon. damn plate. And I usually drink my dinner. He drinks his dinner. Oh my God! Bacon, oh, man, dude, that guy, that guy. Oh. Burgess Meredith, the original Penguin. Yep, yep. Wow. And uh, Mickey from Rocky. I mean, he's just. Oh yeah, he's, that's where I recognize oh, him right. from. Right? He's great. Yeah, he is great. God rest his soul. Uh, he was good on that. That dude. But we all know. We all know. At least. Oh, oh, real quickly before I, I'm glad uh, I played that because it reminded me of. I want to tell you about this. Uh, this badass old man. We all know like one like old person who who is he's been smoking every day for the for his whole life. He's like you know ninety something years old. He's just got good genetics. Uh, there is uh, there is a, a guy. This is badass. An 88-year-old guy uh, near London, his name is John Nixon, he recently saw a woman being robbed on the street by five guys who wanted her purse. I think they were around teenagers, maybe early 20s. He's 88. Um, 
So he yelled at them to leave her alone, which got their attention. And, of course, they did the punk thing. They said they'd take his money instead. But what they didn't know is John fought in Korea. He trained as a commando and did intelligence gathering in Germany, Egypt, and the Middle East. He says his training kicked in, and he he was going to take on all five of them. When they tried to take his money, he karate chopped one in the neck, knocked him down. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other four were like, shit, and they took off. And, like, he's like... He's, yeah, 88 years old. That's badass. That wow. is badass. That's one, badass. One of them pulled out a, a pocket knife and uh, cut his hand before he ran away, but he was like, eh, whatever, just a cut. He probably sewed it up himself. So, <laughs> 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 hey, you got a needle and some thread? Yeah. Um, man, I love badass old men. They're the best with stories. Uh, yeah. They're the best stories. Uh, okay, so uh, thank you guys for coming in. Lou, uh, thank you. That's uh, Lou Barbershop Talk with Lou and Gore, Mondays at 9. Also, uh, go into uh, Lou's Barbershop, two locations. Where are they at? Uh, Clear Lake on Bay Area Space Center and Marina Bay in League City. Lou'sBarbershop.com. Check it out. And uh, thank you to uh, Tony, uh, Black Rifle Company. Um, of course, Bullet Points airs um, Tuesdays at 3 right here on Vino Jaff Radio. But uh, Black Rifle Company is, is his business. If you need anything uh, gun-related or, or whatever, Tony's the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check it out, BlackRifleCompany.com, or come by and say hi. We're at the corner of NASA Parkway and Highway 3 right across from Nobi. All right. Um, I hope you guys uh, have a good weekend. Uh, As always, uh, thanks for having us on. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next week. I'm going to go get into some trouble. There you go. Show's over, dickwad. It's over. A lot of people in the audience look pissed. This is the Adam Smasher Show on Final Draft Radio. A Final Draft media property. Go to VinylDraftRadio.com.